The Accounting Insider with Kim Nitschke. Welcome to Accounting Insider. I'm Andrew Montessi with Kim Nitschke. And Kim, today's topic is uh, something that I can actually potentially contribute to. I actually know something about it. Um, we're talking about the power of eBay. Um, now, eBay has obviously been around for quite some time. Most people are familiar with it. But um, from your perspective as an accountant, as someone who is looking to maintain a lifestyle but also doing it um, in a creative way so that you're, you're keeping money in your pocket, um, let's talk about the power of eBay and um, what are your initial thoughts? Yeah, I'm a major eBay fan. In fact, I reckon 80-90% of my purchases are all off eBay. L- a little bit sceptical when I started using it seven or eight years ago. But just once you understand the way it operates, it's just a brilliant model. Perhaps before we get into it, um, what's the founder of eBay making? What sort of successes uh, has he found? Well, this guy has cleaned up big time. Pierre Omidyar <laughs> set it up in 1998. He's US-based, but remember our tax haven story? Yep. He set up HQ in Luxembourg. Right, right. Uh, Googled it this morning. 800 million UK pound turnover in the last 12 months and ended up paying $1 million in corporate tax. Not bad. It's not bad. Not a bad turnaround. It's really good, isn't it? He's worth reportedly 8.1 billion US. So this has been a huge success for him. You imagine adding all the retailers together in the world and then some and taking a clip of whatever his commission is on every transaction and not having to outlay a cent, just on a website. I mean, it's revolutionary, isn't it? It is, and so so many other sites have um, spawned off the eBay marketplace model. Marketplaces are just a beautiful thing. You don't actually own stock, and you just take a clip. And then you had these other sites which were rising out of the ashes like your Craigslist and your Gumtree. So what does he do? Goes and buys Gumtree, controls the competition so that you don't have a satellite eBay starting up out of nowhere and charging 0% commission and stealing all of the Mm. traffic. So he maintains that, and that's like a cost of running eBay to manage his competition and give the people an option with Gumtree where you can list stuff for free and sell it online. And it still works, but it's not half as good as the system he's built in eBay. Mm. Okay, so let's talk about the advantages of eBay as a way of um, purchasing what you need to. So the first one is obviously time. Right, so everyone's time poor, let's face it. Now, if I want a mouse, for example, in the old regime, pre-eBay... Are you talking like the animal or are you talking about... I'm talking the IT mouse. Yeah, okay, because we're looking at one. (laughs) (laughs) The closest thing I could see. (laughs) But it's a classic example. I have bought mice off eBay. Anyway, in the old days, you would have to jump in the car, drive down to your local IT Dick Smith store. Now, what's happened to Dick Rest Smith? Rest in peace. <laughs> Dick Smith is no longer with us. You can't go to Dick Smith, so you've got to Dick find someone Dick Smith, else. the person is, but he's the company that he started is uh, yeah, in a bit of strife. All right, so let's just say you'd have to go to Officeworks. Yep. You jump in the car, drive down through the traffic, pull into the Officeworks car park, get out, walk in, find the mouse... Ask someone for some advice on what are the features. Take the mouse to the counter, line up again, get credit card out, pay for it, jump back in your car and drive home. Now, how long is that going to take you? 
Oh, forever. <laughs> an hour? Depending on where Call you live. an hour. Yeah, let's say an hour. It's right. at least. It's going to be at least an hour. eBay, you spin around, turn on your computer, dial in ebay.com.au, type in mouse. It comes up on your screen with 20 of them. You sort them by price. Minimise it. Go into Google. Do top five mice purchases in 2016. It'll tell you which ones are the best, which ones have been reviewed. You flick back to eBay and you go, oh, I'll have that one. Thank you very much. I just have an image in my head of you shopping for a rodent. (laughs) 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 I don't think you can buy rodents on eBay. Well, you know, probably. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. But the whole new transaction in this new world will take you all of about 10 or 15 minutes. The problem is you've got to be patient. And now this is a... You know, there are so many people in life who need it yesterday and need that retail um, fix, mm. you know, from going out and pounding the pavement. I don't. I'm happy to wait. I'm happy to plan two or three days in advance, buy it now and wait for my little delivery man to rock up in two or three days' time with the mouse and hand it over the counter, right? So if you can be patient, there's, re- re- there's rewards. Right. Good. <laughs> Next point, cost. What are the cost benefits of using eBay? Well, cost, uh, if you look at the model, the cost, nearly always, it's cheaper to buy on eBay compared to your bricks and mortar store. Now, if you break that down, you haven't got to cover exorbitant rents. You don't have to pay for retail staff standing around. Wages, insurance, and all that sort of gear. You don't have to pay for the person up in the admin section, you know, redirecting phone calls. All of that means that if, if you remove all of that and you just get back to that mouse that we're buying, it's going to be cheaper online. And eBay's a great believer in, well, they're very clever. Pierre has got a lot of wisdom there where he's encouraging and ranks sellers in the search criteria based on whether you've got free freight or not. So he's trying to push it so that you've got free freight. And because eBay is such a big player in the market now, Australia Post has remodelled itself for eBay so that you've got um, all your posties out there are, um, have had their job redefined on the basis of how many eBay purchases and deliveries they can do. So not, not purchases, how many eBay deliveries they can do per day. Mm. Right? It's a massive game changer. This is digressing slightly off of our plan, but uh, freight is a really interesting one and, and it's a good point that you make that the, the ranking of sellers is often based on the cheapest freight. Yes. Because they're actually talking about that as being a potential major pain point for Amazon and the like in the future. They can drive down the cost of product, but freight is a massive cost um, issue. Amazon tries to um, push out product with free uh, free freight, but it's actually costing them a squillion dollars. So they're actually talking about there could be a bit of a trend back towards bricks and mortar, not in the sense of a, a shop, but in the sense of, say, Amazon having a, a massive warehouse, warehouse in Australia because they can actually sh- it's cheaper for them to ship to Australian people from an Australian warehouse. Or ah, so right. there's, yeah, there's some interesting things happening in that um, freight space. So sorry to derail your podcast, but look, I just thought I'd throw that in there for you, mate. But, but I mean, just leading on from that, because of the impact that eBay is having on our culture and society, Australia Post went out and bought Star Trek Express mm. just to handle the sheer massive increase in volumes of 
eBay purchases going through their mm. business. It's incredible. It is. Okay, next point, number three, reliability. Yeah, now, I know that this may be um, open to criticism, but I feel that your reliability and your quality of product is actually better when you buy through eBay, mm. right? Because number of factors, um, if you're buying crap off of a seller on eBay, eBay will shut them down. If there's too many negative feedback points, so really you've got social proof in anything you're buying, mm. anything that's listed there, you can flick over and see what the rating is on this guy. And if he's, th this, I'm, I'm referring to the seller, and if he's got, like 100% positive feedback, then everything he's saying in his description is going to be gospel truth. Mm. You know? Whereas when you go into a, um, you know, any retail store and bump into any old salesman, can you treat everything they say as truth? Not necessarily, Depends no. on the person. Yeah. The boss out the back doesn't know what all of his staff are yeah. saying. He might be uh, really scratching for a sale, so he might, he, he might actually... The salesman that you're dealing with might actually be over-promising on the product that you're mm. purchasing. You know? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, particularly the the great thing about eBay is also their dispute resolution process. So, I mean, my wife's a massive eBay head. There's a there's a package that rocks up on our doorstep every day, almost, that's quite literally, <laughs> a package from somewhere, whether it's iHerb, which is another sort of marketplace for... Um, pharmacy related stuff and vitamins if it's not iherb it's ebay have you heard wow. of iherb no oh, not yet get onto it mate you'll <laughs> be obsessed um but the dispute resolution process for ebay hannah's had it a couple of times where she's um unfortunately bought a poor product off ebay but the sellers bend over backwards to replace oh. it most of the time for nothing they'll send out another one and they'd say don't even bother sending it back to protect uh their integrity and their five-star rating uh, i'm staggered an example of this is I bought some motocross pants. <laughs> on my motorbike and I go riding, cool. right? And this was from Peter Steve. This is a good news story. Yeah, okay. This was from Peter Stevens Motorcycles in um, Melbourne. Now, don't forget we've got one here in Adelaide. Yeah. But I went online and I could find that I, these pants were 140 bucks and they were $70 mm. on eBay, right? Honda or Fox racing pants or whatever. Red, black and white. They look awful, but they look great <laughs> when you're riding and they're comfortable. Anyway, I bought them. And, you know, you have to type in size. So I said, my size, I thought it was about right. They rocked up and they're at home and they're in my bedroom at night in the dark trying these on. And they were too big. And I'm thinking, oh, my life, I'm going to have to make them do. And I thought, you know what? No, I'm not happy. So I rolled them all up. <laughs> I took them back to work the next day. I sent them an email saying, oh, they're the wrong size. And they wrote to me and they said, oh, you're lucky. We've got a free return policy. Right? So I shipped them to Melbourne, right? So I paid the freight. So I lost, you know, four or five bucks. But they gave me the right size. They shipped them back for free. <sighs> like, how does that work? It's magnificent. You know, it's over-servicing. Yeah, it is. Well, it's, it's a great thing. It's great, but you can sort of get a bit slack. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's a system that works, so why not take advantage of it? Absolutely. And what about the range on eBay? Yeah, well, this is another thing, and I'm, I'm sort of... Now, this is embarrassing for retailers. When you go into a shop, and I think I was referring before the interview that, uh, you know, let's just say I went into a camping store and I said, I want such and such a jacket. And they turn around and they say, oh, 
you've done, obviously I can see you've done the research. We've sold out of that model, or we don't stock it, or that was last year's. And you go, oh look, don't take this the wrong way, but I'll go home and I'll buy it online. You know, and that must happen all the time, to the extent that um, when I'm shopping now, I know that I've got this massive range online, and a much smaller restricted line available in stores. Mm. Now you think about it, it makes sense because when you list something on eBay, um, they don't necessarily have to have it in their workshop, even though they look like mm. their warehouse. It look, even though it looks like it. Whereas when you go and see a retailer, you eyeball mm. it. They have to have it. It costs them money to hold that stock. Mm. So online, the model works so much better where you know you can do just-in-time ordering or whatever. I mean, we all know you've got to wait a bit, but the range is just 10 times more than you're going to get from your local little retailer down the road. And there's no limit as to what you can buy on eBay. You can buy anything. You can buy billiard, billiard tables on eBay. Have you done that? <laughs> you've, oh, you've, clearly, you've clearly looked it up, though, haven't you? <laughs> I have. There's some guy... He, f- he flies around the world talking about his business and it's selling billiard tables online. Hmm. How does that work? <laughs> Shipping would be an issue there, surely. surely. Star Trek Express. <laughs> <laughs> they need semi-trailers to sh- ship those little babies out. So the model for eBay, it's um, a lot of the time it seems to be um, people in China or, or Asia uh, selling to us. Yeah, I'm staggered at the number of typos in my responses <laughs> to any questions. <laughs> like Typos by you. No, no. I think that English as a second language yeah. is um, a common issue for retailers, yeah. right? Now, th- I think that the typical eBay reseller, and this is not going to be true in every situation, but it's often people um, from other countries who have moved to Australia who struggle to find a job and they are importing stuff from either the country they've come from or other countries so they're dealing with all the importation issues storing it up in their garage and sitting at home waiting for the orders to come through and shipping them out as soon as they Mm. come right there's nothing wrong with that that's Mm. great it's a great model you know these guys are motivated they're running things on the smell of an oily rag and we as the purchaser are benefiting from it Mm. Um, what about returns with PayPal so We've spoken about um, we've spoken about how good these sellers are in terms of protecting their five star rating. How does it actually work, um, particularly when you're talking about PayPal and when money's already been exchanged? Is this podcast sponsored by PayPal? I, f- I feel <laughs> like it's sponsored by eBay or PayPal. Or it should be sponsored. <laughs> it should <laughs> be even big rap. But anyway, it it is all for the benefit of us. Yeah. Right. Yes, with returns. PayPal is a classic example. If you purchase anything on eBay and you tick the box which says, I want to pay with PayPal, now note that Pierre has made it so that it's impossible for a retailer to sell something on eBay without having a PayPal payment option, right? Which basically means for me as a purchaser that I can pay for anything I purchase on eBay with a credit card, right? Now, the beauty of buying it through this gateway of called PayPal is that if you're it has a brilliant dispute resolution feature so if you're unhappy with anything you purchase on eBay say you can't get the response you want from the seller PayPal step in and guarantee to give you your money back it's incredible Mm. in the process of doing that they shut down the the seller they make it extremely difficult for him to continue and because of they're making so much money on the on the commission they're um, taking on every transaction they're using those profits to fund these items which um, aren't satisfying the purchaser. 
Well, eBay and PayPal, their businesses are built off credibility. So you can exactly. see why as much as they may have to cop a loss every so often um, by reimbursing for a dodgy seller, their model, they need to get rid of these dodgy people. They need they need it to be identified, okay, who are the good ones, who are the bad ones? We need a you know, 99.9% sort of win rate. Exactly. Now, just incidentally digressing, last episode we talked about Elon Musk. Yep. He set up PayPal. Yeah. He's a genius. <laughs> have you read his have you read his book? Not not his book, but his official biography, which came out a year or so ago. No, can I borrow it off yep. of you, please? Okay, great. It's brilliant. You'll love it. What about secondhand buying? Yes. Now, secondhand buying, I'm glad you asked. Um, I think there's a couple of golden rules. I think it's fine. There's a lot of people out there who say, only buying you, if you're buying something secondhand, you're buying someone else's problems. I don't agree with that. I think that if you've got some ground rules in that you're buying stuff which is relatively new, like less than a couple of years old, and that you're buying the top shelf brands, like you, if you're buying power tools, you're sticking to your steels and your Hondas, that sort of thing, then you can't go wrong. Now, an example of this is I wanted a motorbike for the boys, so I knew I wanted a Honda 125. I went into the local dealership, and it was three and a half thousand dollars. Went online, someone had advertised one on the internet. I went around and I purchased it directly from this guy. Got it for two and a half grand. He had ridden it for no more than two hours. He bought it as a peace gift to his girlfriend, and they'd since split up. <laughs> so it had pink hand grips. That was the only drawback. <laughs> but it went like a rocket. Had a flat battery. Uh, I replaced that. That cost me thirty-five dollars, and it and a spark plug, eight dollars. Wow! And wow, it runs like a dream, and it's my boys absolutely love it. But that's just an example of mm. buying a top quality brand with very low usage, and you're saving in that situation thousand mm. dollars off new price, and it's as good as new. Brilliant. So I guess to to wrap up this episode, what you really seem to love about ebay is that it makes this great lifestyle that you might be aspiring for really accessible yeah it you know the, one of the greatest struggles financially in life is keeping up with the joneses this is a vehicle to live a lifestyle which is giving you twice as much bang for your buck as what every other person out there who's been convinced by the marketing that they need to buy new and they need this item and they need that item. I'm saying, don't listen to that. Think it through and think of how much extra value you get when you purchase a little bit differently from everyone else. Beautiful, really solid note to finish on. This has been Accounting Insider and remember to connect with Accounting Insider and sign up to the mailing list at accountinginsider.net. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Accounting Insider Podcast with Kim Nitschke. 